And with each declaration, each time you say that positive affirmation, your unconscious like pretty much cries out, it's not true, it's not true, which again is reinforcing those feelings of inadequacy. So you've got this internal struggle of like, okay, I'm supposed to be saying these affirmations, but I don't feel any different. In fact, they're making me feel worse. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey there, super moms. What you're listening to today has been recorded live inside my Facebook community, Moms Without Capes. Because of this, you may hear me talking to the moms who are tuning in live and leaving comments in real time. But know that the content is super valuable and meant to help you discover and fall in love with who you are underneath your super mom cape. If you want to be part of my amazing community of moms who are getting comfortable with hanging up their capes, and be there at the live recordings of this podcast, come find us on Facebook or check out the show notes for the link to join my group, Moms Without Capes. Hope to see you in the group. So today we're talking about the problem with affirmations. The reason I'm doing this one is because every Monday in the group, in the Facebook group, I post an affirmation. And when I'm working with clients, they have said to me like how it's difficult for them to incorporate affirmations into their, you know, into their practice or like something that they do each day because they can't believe them, right? Like they say these, you can Google affirmations or positive affirmations and you're going to get some that seem so far off the mark that you just can't believe them. And, if, and, and I know like, oh, they say like, oh, well, just keep just keep saying it. You will believe it eventually. But if it is way off the mark, you're not going to believe it no matter how many times you say it. In fact, your your unconscious is going to rebel against that. And so uh, let me hold on one second. So affirmations defined. So that well, that's why I'm, I'm going to get today talk about the problem with affirmations, because a lot of them are not believable. So by affirmations, I'm talking about those short, phrase, short phrases that are used to improve your confidence and self-esteem. So many people advocate the use of, of affirmations when you're trying to shift your beliefs, when you're trying to improve your confidence or improve your self-esteem or raise your self-esteem or whatever. They say, you know, to use these affirmations, you can Google them and find like a gazillion of them on the internet. And there are benefits of them. I'm not going to deny that. There are definitely benefits of you using affirmations, but you have to learn how to use them correctly and have to make them personal to you. So affirmations, they definitely increase your positivity, right? If now these are, if they are used correctly, they can increase your self-confidence and your self-esteem. They can help you control such negative emotions as frustration, anger, or impatience, um, just to name a few. They can help you reduce stress, which as we know, when you're able to reduce your stress, you feel better. You've got like the uh, improved mood, but it also 
I've done Facebook lives and podcast episodes about this, how stress is detrimental to your health. And so when you're using affirmations and you use it as part of your practice, doing, doing so and using realistic ones, which we'll get into a minute what that means, it will lead to better health. It also helps you be more productive, um, improves academic achievement, and increases your ability to overcome a bad habit. So, and in goal setting, right? Like if you are working towards a certain goal, using affirmations can help you meet that goal sooner. And it, it so affirmations are are good. I'm not saying they're they're not good, but there are some problems with that. So. What are the problems with using positive affirmations? Well, one I've already mentioned, usually affirmations are the exact opposite of what you actually believe. And it can be invalidating when your feelings and thoughts are not seen and or accepted. And if you're saying an affirmation that does not align with what you currently believe, that is so far off the mark, let me just check and make sure I don't have any comments. When you're so far off the mark, it can actually be invalidating to what you're thinking and what you're feeling. It can remind you of all the things that you aren't. So because you can embrace yourself with all your flaws and not need to change a thing. So when you're saying affirmations that are so unrealistically like positive, then you're going to be constantly reminded of how you don't measure up, right? It can reinforce any feelings of inequality because of that. Because you're saying things that are not aligning to how you actually feel or how you actually believe and that are so, so far gone that those feelings of inadequacy are reinforced. So for example, believe that, I mean, if you believe that you're ugly or that you're worthless, if you're looking in the mirror and you're saying, I'm beautiful inside and out, and I love myself, which is a lot what those positive affirmations can say, this can create an inner war. It can, you know, remember that mean girl, that inner mean girl that we work to quiet? If you're saying, Oh, I'm beautiful. And that inner mean girl is telling you, no, you're not. No, you're not. This inner struggle is created. And with each declaration, each time you say that positive affirmation, your unconscious like pretty much cries out, it's not true. It's not true. Which again is reinforcing those feelings of inadequacy. So you've got this internal struggle of like, okay, I'm supposed to be saying these affirmations, but I don't feel any different. In fact, they're making me feel worse. If that's what you've been experiencing, then it's time to look at those affirmations that you're saying and work to make them a bit more realistic so that they're not creating that inner struggle. For the first 10 years of being a mom, I told myself that I did not have the time to go out with friends or to learn a new hobby. I told myself that my focus now had to be on my children and they were my responsibility and my responsibility alone. I would feel guilty if I did anything fun without my children and husband, and I'd feel resentful since my husband seemed to just come and go without any of the kids even noticing. I, on the other hand, would get bombarded by my kids if I said I was going for a walk alone, so I stopped trying. 
I stopped making dates with friends, and I stopped knowing who I was. I didn't know how to ask for help, and I felt weak, and like I wasn't a good mom because I wanted it. I needed help, but I didn't know how to ask. I became a control freak, really, trying to control everything and everyone, because if things weren't in order, it reflected on me and my worthiness. I filled my plate. Boy, was I busy. I volunteered. I led groups. I got involved in everything. Looking back, I can see clearly that I was trying to prove my, my worth, but really it was exhausting, and it led me to feeling like a failure because I just couldn't keep up. I fed myself all kinds of lies. I don't have time. I don't need that walk. I can do this alone. I thought that the world was going to fall apart if I did something I enjoyed, and I told myself this for so long, I actually stopped knowing what it was that I even enjoyed. Sad, I know. But can you relate? I felt trapped by my own excuses, but it wasn't until I started recognizing them for what they were that I was able to finally break free from them. I created a guide to help other moms break free from the lies and to start taking care of themselves. It took me 10 years. It definitely doesn't have to take you that long. I'll put the link to this guide in the show notes so that you can grab your copy and be on your way to breaking free from the guilt and start rediscovering who you are under that mom hat. How are, how do you minimize these problems and create affirmations that are validating and believable? So the first thing you want to do is you want to keep the affirmations in present tense. Not I will be doing this, or you also want to keep it in first person. Meaning you don't, you don't do affirmations about other people or, or the situations that you're in. You do them about yourself and you would keep them. I am. You want to speak in, in positive, not negative terms. And now I just said, you know, these overly positive affirmations, you might be thinking, well, how am I going to do them in positive terms and not be overly positive? But what I mean by that is avoid using the word not. Like I am not, my mind is blank. I don't even have an example. Like I am not um, enough or I am, no, you do want to say I am enough. (laughs) You do want to say that, right? I am not, um, I'm not a failure, right? You don't want to say I'm not a failure. You want to phrase the affirmation in the positive. So instead of like saying the negative, I am not a failure, what are you instead? Keep it personal. Be aware of what your current beliefs and thoughts are and don't try to to adapt the affirmations that don't make sense for you. When you do Google a list of affirmations, there's going to be quite a few on that list that do not make sense for you. It is a personal thing. Just like self-care is is a personal act, affirmations and the self-talk are personal to you. So even if you do go in and you want to start doing affirmations, you want to make sure that you are choosing ones that make sense for you or taking some and adapting them so that they make sense for you. Give me one second. I'm going to just check my, um, I don't know what happened here, but my Facebook, 
I got my phone right here so that I can check comments because last week during the challenge, I was missing comments and all that because my phone wasn't refreshing. So, all right. So keeping it personal. And then finally, this is the most important thing is to keep it realistic. You want it to feel like an, an improvement, but not be the polar opposite of what you currently believe. So don't, don't take it to the extreme, right? Remember we talked about all or nothing thinking, making sure that you are bringing it more into the gray area because that's going to be the more realistic angle instead of going to the extreme or going to the pull, like the complete opposite of the way you believe. Maybe eventually you'll get to that. But at this point, if you are feeling one way or believing something about yourself, you don't want to go to the complete opposite. You want to take those baby steps because that's going to what that's what's going to start shifting your beliefs. Now, affirmations in themselves are not the only part of shifting your beliefs. There are many other steps involved in that. And that's these are the steps that we go through in the self matters program. And we talk about affirmations, right? And how to use them correctly and how to use them so that they are actually helpful. But there's a lot more that goes into it. And you're gonna learn how those thoughts and the way you perceive things, your situation and how you talk to yourself are all stemming from the beliefs that you hold. And so we were, we're going to go through certain exercises that are going to help you start changing and start shifting the beliefs that you hold about yourself, that you believe about motherhood, right? Because we hold a lot of expectations that are not quite realistic. And we're going to take a look at them. We're going to start identifying and challenging those expectations that you hold to start shifting the way you feel towards yourself and towards being a mom and towards all of the roles that you find yourself in today. And then you're gonna take action to counter them, to that start moving you towards new beliefs that are gonna serve you and then are gonna help you recognize your own worth. Because you are worthy, mama, I know you are. I will hold space for you until you are there as well. So if you're interested in finding out more about the Self Matters program, seeing if working together makes sense, you want to learn more about what are these steps that, that you need to take in order to shift your belief and change your experience of motherhood, then I'm going to go ahead and throw the link in the comment section underneath this video. Um, if you're listening to this, I repurpose this for my podcast episode. So if you are listening to this on the Moms Without Capes podcast, check the show notes for a link to see what days and times I'm available. I opened up some more times, so get in touch with me. If there's nothing on my schedule that, that meshes with your schedule, then reach out to me. I'm only a message away. Like just message me through Messenger, send me an email at ani at momswithoutcapes.com. And let's talk, right? You can go to momswithoutcapes.com backslash love yourself to get on my schedule so that we can chat about what the program looks like, what your journey will look like, because it's all personalized. That's why I'm doing one-on-one -on -one versus a group program. I want to 
completely personalized and help you on your journey of loving yourself. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.